0: I don't know why you can't hear that. I don't know. Yeah, the volume on the phone turned up.
1: Yeah, I mean, it is screaming in my ears. That's weird. Let's see if you can hear this. Um, just because I'm digging it, you know. Do you hear that at all?
0: Yeah, but it's the same, like super soft. That is
1: weird. Uh, hold on. There we go.
0: Oh, wait, no, there's something there. No, no, wait. I'm the boy in your other phone. up inside your draw at home, all alone. Pushing far in the friend zone. We talking, and you walk away every day. Oh, you don't think twice about me. And maybe you're right down. Welcome to. Ready- I'm, I'm rating this a five. <laughs> I'm rating this a five. Seriously, right as I started I the not. intro, I'm I'm thinking I'm giving this a five. I gotta see what I gave mine. I mean, sweet baby
1: Jesus. I did four seven five.
0: I mean, that's where I have it initially, but I feel like I'm I'm, I'm maxing this out.
1: I mean, I sweet just don't, I don't mother like, of God. It is so good.
0: I, I I wanted that to be part of the intro. By the way, I, I felt like you
1: should have just kept going. Oh, I should. Yeah. All right. Welcome to no, beer no, BS. Ready Beer <laughs> Welcome I'm, to Running Beer VS. A podcast where we discuss those things and more. I'm Flores. I'm Johnny, and that's a hell of an intro. And I am fucking giddy yeah. over the beer we have tonight. This this is oh my god! It is so good. But let's talk about uh first today. It's uh, episode twenty one. Who would have thought we're almost a half a year into this uh, to this podcast, which nuts. is nuts, nuts. Every Tuesday, guys, like clockwork. And you know what? half a year into it
0: and i still get giddy oh, every yeah. time every time i get a notification of a new like on our facebook page i still get giddy
1: yeah so thanks guys for sharing this and if you're a new listener thanks for uh letting us uh, basically finding finding us on facebook or listening to the podcast and like definitely reach out to us let us know how you found us we really like to hear like the origin stories john and i were talking about that before we started recording of like where <laughs> people come from like we, what was our last like in uh, uh
0: it's cory uh from uh Was it
1: mobile, Alabama. Alabama? Yeah. mobile Alabama Mobile Alabama Mobile Alabama I always
0: want to go to Mobile I don't know why I want to go to where,
1: Mobile where, What part mobile. is Mobile Alabama uh, I've been to that, Birmingham but I'm pretty sure Mobile, mobile. it's not Mobile it's mobile. mobile I'm That's closer to the water isn't it I'm pretty positive it's on
0: to on the gulf
1: That sounds right I'm pretty sure But yeah but yeah if you if you're a new listener or uh, a new like on Facebook or on Instagram or anything like that, definitely reach out to us. Uh, we'd love to hear the the story. But not,
0: not gonna lie, not to scare you off or freak you out. But no, I, when you every time you like, I, I do a little bit of Facebook stalking. <laughs> yeah, just like well, how did this person find us? Like, we'll What's find this out where
1: you live yeah. and all about your family. I
0: see you sleeping. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, okay now we just lost more listeners. And there goes cory <laughs> yeah bye cory uh but today for episode 21 we're going to talk about recovery not the 12 steps kind of recovery but the kind of recovery after uh some good runs some good long runs or i guess really any like any run and then also r- races how to recover well from those um to get yourself back on the road Safely and injury free. Uh, we have an injury episode coming up in a few weeks, so we're, we're trying not to intersect with that too much, but it might come up once or twice. Today, we are actually recording outside on my patio at our new place. Um, it's actually a really nice night, and we may have found like we said this last week that we may have found a new podcast place, but this might be I our mean, second, this might be our outdoor spot.
0: I mean, as long as it's not raining, snowing, or something like that, yeah. this, this is. If this not, is we go cheap. to the spot
1: we did last week and just stay in yeah, the basement there. Yeah, hide in the basement. <laughs> That works out fine, but as always, we're going to talk with what's uh, dehydrating us this evening. We actually are going to start with grabbing that bottle, because I don't remember what it's called. Uh, it was Wisconsin, Wisconsin Brewing? Brewing Company Chocolate Lab. Chocolate Lab. We, uh, so, we'll get into it, but I ran kettle just a couple of days ago. Today's, today's Monday. You guys will hear this tomorrow, so uh, this is kind of just real recent, but we... We were in, uh, Wisconsin and <clears throat> Dr. Mike bought a beer for us to try on the podcast as Wisconsin Brewing Company, Chocolate Lab Porter. Um, it was all right. Uh, let me it was make drinkable. it, let me make it super easy for you. Don't waste your money. Yeah. Don't, don't get it. it don't get it. it, it I mean, it, well, it wasn't bad. Yes. Yeah. It wasn't Morris. like bad. Like it wasn't bad, like an ice house bad. Like you wouldn't want to drink it, but well, if you're looking for like a full flavored Porter or anything that had like decent flavor, like don't get different it. characteristics, then don't get it. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, he got this from, like, a general store in LaGrange. I'm sorry, the town of LaGrange, which is the weirdest thing. We would see on the map, you'd have, like, the actual town name, and then you'd have a portion of it would be called the village of that town or the town of that town. And you're like, so if my address, do I have to say the town of LaGrange in that the is address? Direct. like, and I'm probably saying LaGrange wrong, but is what it is, but... Lagrange, so, Lagrange. <laughs> so we started with this uh, chocolate lab, and it it wasn't that great. It is, so
0: it is it is the flattest, m- most dull, uninspired porter I have literally ever had.
1: Yeah, there's. I mean, it, it is. There is just nothing good to say about it. Yeah, there's just it, nothing to it. So it was like it was drinkable, but it was like. Again, it wasn't like an ice house where we were like, holy crap, I'm not going to be able to drink any of that. That's a horrible decision. But what we did instead is we decided, well, let's just kill it before we start recording and go to our beer of the (sighs) evening, which is the one John was ranting about in the intro. So this is from uh, the trip out uh, to the prairies uh, out in Oklahoma at Stone Cloud Brewing Company. Kayla, my wife, had one sip of this and instantly was like i want to buy as much of this as we possibly can i'm telling you this is a fu- this is a this is a game changer this is delicious so it's stone cloud brewing Company's touching cloth it's an imperial stout with coconut and i'm telling you like john said it's it's delicious I mean, it's got is- a smooth chocolate and coconut taste i mean it's just it's amazing
0: it is it is i'm going to go as far as say now it, this might be my favorite beer like I'm, I'm a little concerned on how I find this past today.
1: You do don't. they have Do they have distribution nope. here in Ohio? Nope. That is alarming. And we only bought two four packs, and Kayla, is, Kayla, we had to ask permission from <laughs> Kayla. I am
0: telling you guys, this is easily. I, I, I just I can't wrap my head around a beer. I can't immediately recall in my head right now a beer I've had that's better than this. It is a imperial. Uh,
1: it's an imperial stout with an, coconut. Imperial
0: stout with coconut, but there is a unbelievably nice, subtle chocolate flavor right before the coconut, and yeah. then boom, there's this perfect
1: amount of coconut it's just flavor. a very smooth coconut not like a real because john doesn't really like coconut all that much right but like just this it's just a smooth oh ending to it it is delicious what we might need to do the chocolate is reach is out like, to reach out to jesse and see if they if they go down into texas and we'll just send them some money for him yeah, to send us some. Dude, yeah
0: jesse just 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 keep the keep the pipeline open. Yeah. That I mean like the chocolate. I mean it's a it's a good chocolate flavor too. Like yes. like it's a like whatever chocolate they used in that was a high quality I, I am that is man that is a good <laughs> beer and it packs a little bit of a punch. Did you ever go over the ABV?
1: I did. It's 11 ABV.
0: Yeah, it packs a little bit of a punch and so not only do you have a great chocolate taste and a very subtle but really good coconut flavor to, to it. It's not boozy. Coming in at 11 and no. change. There is no booziness to it. This would be
1: dangerous. Oh, this one. Because you could get two or three of these in and be Oh, like, this will fuck your shit up. Yeah. Because you're drinking two of these with no. No. There is like, no like, boozy to it. No. There's you, none you, at all. You
0: drink two or three of these. Matter of fact, I didn't. Because cause while Jonathan and I are pouring it and having our first couple of sips, I had made the comment, yeah, I went ahead and cracked one of the KBSs because as you guys may have saw via the socials, yeah. my beer fridge shit to bed. So I went into full blown panic mode and was like moving beers from the from the beer fridge into my house house fridge uh and i was like well fuck it the kbs is our kind of perfect serving temperature now so i had a kbs (laughs) and i was telling jonathan about how good that kbs was i i'll tell you this (laughs) this uh this touching cloth kicks the shit out of really yeah
1: We'll have to do KBS maybe next week.
0: Yeah, uh, it's. A, I mean, it's a different. You know, what I mean, I mean, it's. Yeah, it's two yeah. entirely different kinds of beer. But right. I mean,
1: if I had if someone but the said KBS a, is probably a little boozier
0: It is not a little boozier. You it's super boozy. You, It's not super boozy, but th- there's boozy, it's boy. There. <laughs> boozy Boozy It's there. <laughs> okay. I mean, you you get to, this is just. I will say this: I drink one KBS. And I'm like, I'm good yeah you know and as a matter of fact it has that level where you're like you are purposely nursing it because you can taste the booziness is gotcha there. like i nurse that i can almost have the same drink by a time where i this could be gone right now had i not been rambling on right. about how quick it was talking
1: we'll, we'll just slow it down so you can drive home <sighs> We'll have, Jen, to put, we'll have to put more, put more hot dogs on the grill. Jen, come get me. Oh, she'd be so mad. She has a She has a
0: late shift tomorrow. She has a long shift tomorrow. She'd whatever. murder me. Oh, yeah, that's whatever.
1: Right. It happens. But yeah, so that's what we're drinking tonight. We'll have all of the uh, information for the brewery in our show notes. You can find the show notes, as always, on our website at runningbeerandbs.com slash EP021 for episode 21. Uh, John, how was your week? Uh, I had a phenomenal week. Not
0: as good a week as you had, but I had a great week. I got a... Got two good training runs in, and uh, well, I mean, I got more to rank, but I got two good ones and like two great ones. Um, but I got a really solid run in uh, on Saturday, and um, I had a conversation, and, and again, this is kind of alluded to on at least on Twitter. I had a conversation with somebody about how Delaware is quickly and quietly becoming kind of an ultra-running, trail-running hub of Ohio. And uh, I was out on a run um, Saturday and kind of had that moment of like, man, this is it. Like, there has been a lot of good runners come through Delaware and a lot of good runners in Delaware. Yeah. And then oh, while I was on this run and having this thought, I realized there is someone running secretly, and it's not a secret now because I'm getting ready <laughs> Let everybody no, But when he was doing the run, no one knew he's doing it. He was running 58 miles for his 57th birthday. I saw that. And here's what's crazy. everyone, There were some people who knew the run was getting ready to start or is going to happen, but he wouldn't tell anybody when it was going to start. He wouldn't tell anybody the rally. It was just kind of was like, hey, if you're running on a training run and you bump into me, absolutely, we'll share some miles together. But if not, da, da, da. well, I kind of know where this person likes to run. So I kind of purposely like made my run go where his run may or may not have it going. And I, I luckily bumped into him on a run. And so we shared, I don't know, a couple miles together. But uh, here's the crazy thing. This dude started at 11 o'clock Friday night. And had ran all night all by himself. And uh, when I had ran into him, I found out that he had done the vast majority of his miles Either A, on a one-mile-long loop, Smith Park. Yeah. Or B, on a junior high... The track. Track.
1: Which is bonkers. He I didn't realize he started at 11 p.m.
0: And now, here's the other thing that's funny about him. He likes to run in the eight lane, the number eight lane.
1: So it's longer than a quarter so mile. So he's
0: not running a quarter mile. So it's funny because he's like, yeah, you know, like he...
1: And he also doesn't wear a watch. He doesn't
0: wear a watch. So he had really no clue. So when So when his significant other right now when his girlfriend bumped into him like they had to quick do the math like i think he's like i think i've done this and she's like i yeah so he thinks he ran 58 miles we are guessing he ran significantly more than that yeah but he did it he did it all like super low-key like hey you know like I I think maybe six people knew he was doing it ahead of schedule, but even those
1: six who knew didn't really know. Didn't
0: know when he was going to do it, didn't know when he's. He just quietly goes out. And he's done this every year. Every year he'll run his birthday miles. That is crazy. Plus one. Right. So I got to bump into him Saturday and run some with him. And then Sunday, I, uh, I purpose, well, accidentally slept in, which then I turned into a on purpose, <laughs> yeah, uh, heat training run. So I waited until like 11 o'clock noon to, to do 10 miles and, in, in high heat and humidity just a kind of i don't know a little added why not? added torture to the body but uh got a nice 10 in there with a with a post lift but all in all a solid like
1: yeah, slow it was coming back. it was funny cuz you that was yesterday right you yeah, said for that top yeah. I had someone at uh, at the office today go was that you that posted the picture of your groin all sweaty, she dude? Was, I was just going through my feed and saw that, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, no, I didn't, but I did see John do that, and I was like, why did he put? And then I read, I was like, oh, okay, he was talking about his shorts and the humidity and stuff. But I was like, I'm like, why did he look like he pissed himself? So,
0: I'm, so that actually that's a
1: good little good little intro. Oh. Uh,
0: have you have have you, by any wild chance have you run across this company on like? twitter or facebook or like the
1: rabbit whatever run
0: rabbit or rabbit run no, or something like not. that it's not a, until i saw your post it's about a it. uh, apparel company out of california and um i mean obviously they do like shorts and uh, they have like
1: t-shirts and stuff like tanks. that too. Yeah. Yeah, they
0: have a ton of tanks and like running singlets but um i believe uh it but it's definitely yeah it's definitely out of california it's, it's kind of like a runner's base company so if you're looking i will tell you this I have been a two-in-one runner, like compression shorts with running shorts kind of runner yeah. for, shit, six-plus years. I've always had, like, this weird phobia or, like, fear of, like, going with the, like, traditional five-inch splits with, like, the briefs. You know, like, yeah. like I've always been afraid about chafing. Went ahead and just felt a little froggy, bobbing a pair of their, they call them quadzillas. I saw those and gave a game run i will tell you not a lick of chafing really now i also had half a stick of fucking glide you, on yeah. probably yeah but but not a lick of chafing for brand new shorts you want to just be prepared yep but uh those are those are some not like those are i, I they will those quadzillas will not be the last pair of run rabbits i buy as a matter of fact run right.
1: Rabbit not yet a sponsor of this <laughs> podcast Oh well, but yeah, <laughs> great,
0: great. They're, they're, those
1: are good. Tw- I actually was pretty pleased with those. Yeah, I'll have to, we'll have to check them out. I'll put, I'll put their link on our, all page, enough, on our page. All
0: enough, a very unfortunate sweat pattern, though.
1: Yeah, because I'm like, I'm like, that's weird. Someone <laughs> literally brought it up to me. Today, like, was that you? And I'm like, because they didn't even want to like read the comment. They're just like, and that's your groin. That's wet. Keep, keep <laughs> it Keep scrolling. It really did look like I'd piss myself. I mean, there may have been a little bit of urine in there. I like your comment. You we were like, this is, this is from sweat. Maybe a little pee. <laughs> I mean, maybe
0: a smidge, you know. I mean, maybe been some IT stretching at one point, but not a
1: ton. Going back so. to that, like sitting on the side of the road, like, <laughs> yeah. oh, I'm not stopping to stretch. I need to poop.
0: So. <laughs> on that note, Manette did drive by and give you a little honk. Uh, you know, oh yeah, she went by. Honk, honk. I'm like, uh. hey, no, uh, just IT stretching. IT IT. Oh, uh, that's great. So, uh,
1: you though? you had the big weekend I had a I had a fun oh, week
0: Johnny flow knocking on a big yeah so
1: went out to uh to kettle like we talked about a little earlier out in uh, I think it's technically whitewater I think it's like Grange and Whitewater uh, Wisconsin a uh, middle of nowhere about 45 minutes to an hour mostly west of Milwaukee <laughs> like <laughs> it's a little further south <laughs> can't get there from here no you can't we'd call that west by southwest South by Southwest. You mean like the, the West festival? by Southwest? Northwest. What? Kanye's son, daughter, whatever they is. Child. Uh, child. <laughs> Poopity scoop. <laughs> um, yeah. So I went out to Kettle. Uh, we spent the day. Uh, so the race was on Saturday. Spent Friday. We went out there on Thursday. Spent Friday just hanging around Milwaukee. I met up with a uh, an old high school buddy that just moved out there <clears throat> about six months ago. So we went to a few breweries, went to uh, Good City Brewing. Which was actually really good. Their food was really good. Their beer was pretty good. I had, good City? I, yeah, Good City. Good City was good? Good City was was well. <laughs> In Milwaukee? In Milwaukee. <laughs> we, we can make it real fancy. Why are you trying to French it up? Joe, isn't that, Joe is, Beerte.
0: Isn't that from... Uh, oh, shit. Uh, Wayne's World? Milwaukee? What? No, what What, what was...
1: Maybe. What
0: was City were they trying to pronounce?
1: That would make sense. That was probably one of the few that... I mean, there's there's a lot in Wisconsin as we're driving the signs. I'm like, I have no idea how to pronounce that one. Yeah. So, and then we also went to Lakefront Brewing Company. The end now. Like it, it reminded me of this like Wisconsin Brewing Company. Did, so like-
0: that I mean, wrap your head around that. You're in Wisconsin. I mean, the kind of, the place is kind of like. You know, when you think of American beers, you think of kind of Wisconsin, yeah. you think of St.
1: Louis, right? Yeah, and there was a Maybe ton, Boston. There was a ton of breweries, but and a lot of them didn't open until the afternoon. And
0: two of the three that you tried were eh at best.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Which is... I mean, you come, sometimes people just get oversaturated with it. That's just what they like. Now, Lakefront's property was super nice. I think they have multiple locations. So we were the one that's just north of downtown. I think they have multiple. I could be wrong. But it was fun. It's called Lakefront Brewing Company, uh, but it was located on the river. So that upset me to first off. (laughs) I'm like, (laughs) fucking liars. (laughs) But you're not on the lake. This is obviously a river. But it was pretty cool because they had like a... There was a river walk and they had like bar stools set up right on the river. So like we were literally drinking and there's a the river like so you're yeah. hanging out. It's pretty cool. Not a, a lake walk. A, yeah, not a lake walk. <laughs> it was lakefront river walk. Gosh, it's so annoying. But we, you know, we had some beers there. That, uh, they're all right. Uh, I didn't have any of their food because their kitchen was closing. And we didn't need to eat more of their, their garbage. But um, yeah, the, the race itself, uh, it was it was tough. It wasn't, it wasn't easy. I I was definitely under trained going into it and I knew that. And I think I had that in my head and I was like, all right, I know I'm under trained. So let's just take it as it is. Like, it's not going to be a perfect race. Yeah. Period. The weather was absolutely gorgeous. They have, I don't think they've had weather like that. It was mid sixties, upper sixties, the entire time cloud cover, 90% of the race. It was absolutely amazing. Yeah, because Kettle's kind of notorious, isn't it? Yeah, it's notorious for having real shitty weather. Yeah. And, like, there's a prairie that's, like, nine miles (laughs) long-ish. And that's, like, the worst part of the course. Everyone likes, like, it's flat. I'm like, yeah, but there's nothing but grass. Yeah. And it's so miserable. And at that point, I was kind of by myself. I'm going both ways. I was mostly by myself. Uh, Met a few people, but it it was just like. See, I
0: I hear prairie, and the first thing that comes to my mind is, oh, sweet, there's no tree coverage i'll just be out there baking in the sun yep, yep.
1: fucking awesome yeah so the way out the first because it's, it's an out and back and the way out um the cloud cover was there and it was great like so i just i was still wearing a tank because i yeah. started with a tank and i was like all right once the sun comes up really i'll switch to a shirt yeah. i just want to be as light as possible now and i didn't have to switch to the t-shirt until like 35 yeah which was great um so yeah, I met a lot of cool people. Uh, it's always nice meeting people from all over the place. I met people from Georgia, some people from Wisconsin. Um, guy from texas of brothers that were from one was they were from outside the area but one had already moved to texas and had been living in texas yeah. he's the one i told you about that said he was like he was a, a shitty husband was overweight <laughs> yeah. and like all this stuff and then he's like i need to do something with my life and like turn around and i was running he's running with his brother which now is cool. nice even shittier husband
0: because he's, yeah, he's devoted
1: all his time to there it's funny i have conversations with people talking about like all the places i run and stuff like that the first thing they say is you must not have kids yeah. like <laughs> how'd you know yeah you mean because i could just travel whatever i <laughs> I want. You mean because I have this extra money laying yeah, around? I have disposable income. <laughs> uh, it was quite like people were friendly but there were also a couple people that like just weren't which was like the weirdest thing for yeah. ultras like you're saying like hey how's it going and they're like just stone face looking ahead and and later in the race I could get it like sometimes people were just out of oh, it. Oh for sure. Yeah. But like it was still relative like before 50k mark and people were like just like stone cold and I was like, literally I was, like well thanks dick.
0: It is, it is weird because as an ultra runner you get used to as an ultra runner you expect other people to also be ultra runners i guess so in our heads it doesn't really get shitty until well past the 20 mile mark right at so least. so if you're if you're at 20 something or less you're like hey how you doing and you kind of get like that stone faced
1: back thousand yard steer you're like well, that's when you go i hope you're doing the 100k because <laughs> if you're doing the 100 miler hope you are doing this for a hundo because you're going to be you're going to be s- stuff but speaking of like the 100k and 100 mile it's weird because they they come into the same finish so the 100k finishes and then 100 miles come in with them and they have to leave after seeing everybody like yeah, get their stuff dude. which God. could just be a mental game but what's pretty cool and i told john this yesterday when he came by to just he dropped off dessert was just getting a little catch up uh from the weekend but we uh every time a hundred miler goes back out, the race director makes like a huge deal, like yeah. hundred miler back out on the course. And like everyone cheers, just be like, Hey, you got through this. Yeah. Like now you, know, you have 38 miles till you have to come back. There was, God. there was a there was one dude that was pretty, pretty cool. Like, I'd say pretty cool. He was definitely talking about himself because he likes hearing himself talk about like the things he's done. So he's definitely (laughs) one of those people that like, Hey, I do all these really cool races and you should like, you should be like, Oh my God, you're amazing.
0: Oh, by the way, I have an Instagram account. You can totally follow me on
1: it. That kind of thing. It was an, it was an older guy, but it was him and another chick that were like talking back and forth. And she was kind of the same way, but he was definitely taking the conversation, but he was telling something that was like actually pretty interesting. Apparently he does this hundred miler every year. Uh, and what he does and he was talking about the hundred miler and then she brought up like, well, he, he also runs it back. And I'm, I'm like, I'm listening to this cause I wasn't a part of the conversation. I was two people back, but I could hear it. And I was like, well, cause he wanted you to, <laughs> well, no, I don't think he it, it, possibly, he could have been saying it loud enough. So he could hear that. were, uh, uh, anyways, he, uh, but apparently he runs this hundred miler, the the actual official hundred miler finishes and then turns back around. It's a point to point and runs back. So he does 200 miles. He does 200 miles. And basically fat asses it because there's no aid. And he's like, now he's like, it's gotten to a point. He's done it the last few years. And a couple of people have joined him. In doing it, like, people that he passes by houses, they'll set up aid just specifically oh, for, it, for the cool. crew. So, like, yeah. it's become, like, a community thing. Yeah. But I'm just like, that's just weird. Like, why would you run a 100-mile and just, like, turn around like, I got to go back home now. <laughs> like, <laughs> Where is it at? I what, have, I have I wonder what no mile idea. I did not, I did not catch a, that much of yeah. the story. The problem with with Kettle is it's because the 100-mile or 100K start at the same time, it was, like, over 300 people. And Damn. so it gets, like... The, the beginning is wide on cross country skiing, uh, trails. And then right after, I would say probably like miles six and a half, it goes straight to single track, which makes it very tough yeah. to get by people. So there's a lot of times where you're like stuck on like in the, the caboose and, yeah. and like you'd get an opening and you just have to take off and waste energy that you really didn't have uh. just so you didn't feel cramped because it, there's nothing worse than like having to almost stop because yeah. someone's trying to climb a hill. Yeah. So that was kind of, it is what it is, but I i mean, I don't want to talk all about this, but there is one, there's one person that I have to talk about because she, she pissed me off. So around mile 50, I barely put any of this in the notes cause I wanted you to just laugh when you actually heard it for the first time. Around mile 50, we run into this chick, we pass her and it's her. it hurt another dude and. And they look. He looks all right. And we're like, "Hey, how's it going, guys? You're doing good." Like, yeah, yeah. He's. She's like, "This is his first race." I'm like, "That's awesome." Thinking like first ultra. He's like, "No, it's his first race ever." I'm like, "That's cool." But he was wearing a, a band that would have been for a hundred miler. I'm like, "He's definitely had to do like in my mind." I'm like, "He's definitely had to do other races." Of some sort. Yeah. If he's out here trying to do a hundred miles.
0: Now mind you, so in, in case you guys didn't catch that, the way he knows oh, he was the way he knows he was a hundred miler is because of a kettle, if you're running to hundred, you wear like a little ankle monitor. Like those uh, triathlon. Like like you'd wear for a triathlon, like velcro y, clothy yeah. kind of clunky ass fuckers. Uh, it wraps around your ankle, and that's how so only the hundred milers wear that so you can track them as they go over little like Pads and shit. Right,
1: and in the hundred K, we wore like the little flat chips that like like uh into your laces. Yeah, went into your laces, which surprisingly stood on. But so this lady comes up where you know we're talking, we pass her, and we t- talking a little bit. And she like keeps staying with us, and I'm trying to get away from her because she's annoying me. But we say something, I'm like, oh, you're doing the hundred K, you know? Then I was like, oh, it's your first race. You're probably just doing the hundred K. She's like, oh, no, we're doing a hundred miler. I'm like. Oh wow, like way to go. Like awesome. Like you you look you guys look good right now, so like keep keep pushing. You're you know doing great well in time because they were asking about cutoffs. And I'm like, "Oh, no, we're like 3 hours ahead of cutoff. Like you're golden still."
0: Yeah. How, wait, wait, wait. So they're asking about cutoffs at what point in the race? 50ish. Okay. So they're halfway
1: through and they're worried about cutoffs. Right. So that that's what maybe <laughs> I was just like, I don't know what's going on here. Um and then all of a sudden she's, she starts talking to me and she's like, well, maybe they should give an extra medal for, or extra belt buckle for, uh, like, barely training. And I'm like, what? She's like, oh, yeah, we've been doing, like, barely 10 miles a week. And I'm like, all right, first off, I know you're lying. I just know you are. Because there's no way you ever, like, this is what's going through my head. Like, I wanted to push her down the trail.
0: And, okay, so pause. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, if you will flash back in your memory banks right now, Last week we talked about do not
1: Do not allow yourself to fall victim. Yes, so to the vampire, which we'll get to. We'll get to how we got rid of that. <laughs> so she's pissing me off, and, doing this. <laughs> and then she's talking about something, and then they said they were from Kansas. So I was like, "Oh," she's like, "Yeah, where it's flat, like more like pushing it in, like it's like I barely train, and it's flat, and I'm running on hills." And I'm like, "I'm going to murder someone. Like this is <laughs> gonna happen." And then I started talking about I was like, "Oh yeah, I was in Kansas. I ran Prairie Spirit the 50k." She's like, "Oh, I did the hundred two years ago there." She goes, "It was super easy," and I'm just like, "Ooh, I just want to strangle you." so oh it was her it was his first his first race yes but i'm like so you're saying you do 10 miles a week but you've done multiple hundred milers and i'm like yeah i'm not buying any of your bullshit so literally i tell i was with mike at that time he was pacing me in and i literally go like mike we need to leave these people
0: yeah he's like why
1: i'm like we just need to leave them so like we hit like one or two downhills that i just flew down yeah and next thing you know they were completely out of sight and i was like thank goodness
0: flew down at 18 minutes
1: (laughs) I flew down at a whopping rolling down the hill whatever gravity is negative 9.8 meters per second what is
0: terminal velocity dude that those are god. those are the worst people to get what? so what sucks you know kind of what you're talking because I've never been to Kettle but just listen to what you're saying what sucks is you can be trapped around that person. Yep. And you, and at that point you've just got to be like, you know what? This is my race. I'm going to do what I need to do to, you know, make sure I'm successful. And if you're stuck behind someone like that on a single track, you just be like, Hey, I'm coming by on your left. Scooch over for half a second. Trail on your left. Right. And you just got to get around that person. You got to drop them. Yeah, the, best, the best you can. You will burn so much energy. Just dealing with rage. that. Yes. Ugh. Oh, uh, old Cheesy Nuts uh, and me were up on a uh, run up in Mohican last two weekends ago yeah. or a weekend ago, and he got to watch me burn a whole ton of energy.
1: Oh, those, those <laughs> one dudes that you were talking <laughs> about? Uh, so, no, that yeah, that
0: uh, that, is, that is impressive that you didn't murder somebody yeah. in the middle of
1: Kettle. But to make a, a positive note, there was a guy at the end, I just wanted to call him out just because he was super helpful, a guy named Josh. Um, he was from, uh, he lives in the Twin Cities. Uh, he's from not too far away from the race was he, uh, he had an extra headlamp. My headlamp was dull cause I was hoping not to use it. So I okay. didn't change the, ba- I didn't change the batteries to kind of like force myself to run faster to make sure I didn't have to How'd use that it. work out for you. It didn't, I had to have a headlamp. Um, <laughs> so it was pretty dim and like Mike and I were like, we could, we could barely see in front of us. It was bad. And this guy comes up and the guy's like, you guys need a headlamp. I'm like, do you have one? Because you know Mike's not an ultra runner. Yeah, that fucker had no clue about. Wait, we were running in the dark. No, he he had he his headlamp he had was broke. So he's like, I don't have one. Should we be okay? I'm like, we'll be all right. No, we weren't. So this guy like helped us out, and then I had some Achilles issues towards the end. So I was basically crawling. It was miserable. But this guy hung with us the entire time and like yeah. had a full conversation and this is this is the complete opposite of the vampire this guy literally i mean i was probably the vampire to him yeah because i was i would complain here and there i wasn't like complete i was bitching that we had more miles left than what i thought we did um, but he was like, "What do you? where do you work? What do you guys do? How do you oh, like it? For like literally just getting our mind oh, wow. off of anything. And I'm that like, dude, dude.
0: That dude has been there and done that. I, yep. bet it, I bet if we search for him
1: on Ultra Sign Up. It was only his second 100K. Get the fuck and out. And last year was his first one at Kettle. Is, and that's the most he's ever done? And that's the most he's ever How done. How many 50
0: cases he ever has
1: I think he's done a couple. He's not- 50 a, milers? No. Really? He's, he's new to that the whole- dude, That yeah. dude is- But I think his brother does. His brother does like- 200s and stuff like okay. that so like he, he knows the mentality is, of it
0: he is seasoned uh, he is seasoned and knowledgeable beyond his like, yeah
1: but he was it was it was it was great having him so i wanted to call him out just in case he does listen we, uh, gave him, we gave him a sticker so we'll see how that works but overall uh i won't go i mean that was probably enough details probably more than i wanted to share but it was a great race i highly highly recommend it for anyone that wants to do that's in the ultras and in the, you know, the Midwest region to head out there. It's usually it's always the first week of June. I believe the first weekend in June. Um, they have multiple distances. They have the 100k and 100 miler that start in the morning. A 50k that starts at like one or two in the afternoon, which is miserable because it starts dead heat. What the it's, fuck? And it's the hilliest part of the course. Oh yeah, because they only do yeah, 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 yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, the race director's an asshole. Now,
0: if you do the 50k, does that mean you avoid the prairie?
1: Um. no that's a big ass mosquito it's gonna bite the shit no out of the me. big ones don't bite <laughs> no I'm serious is that a real thing yeah yeah the big ones
0: eat the little ones
1: I don't know I'm not gonna buy that shit I'm gonna smash no don't, don't smash stops. it leave my fucking alone dude whatever but they also have so not only do they have the 50k that starts midday yeah they have a 38 miler, which does the back end of the hundred. So you come in for the hundred K, then they go back out and do 38 for the hundred miler. So in the evening you start the 38. So no matter whether you do the hundred K or the hundred miler, you have people almost with you the entire time. So it starts in the evening, the 38. Yeah. Miler. But I got
0: to tell you as a hundred miler, that would suck. I'm ready to murder one of those yeah, 38 yeah. milers that they just run by you super fresh. I'm straight. That's one of my only beefs with hallucination. Up in Michigan is that don't do it, you are dude, he is going to save you from smaller mosquitoes. come here, big guy, <laughs> here um, uh hallucination, you have everything like that and and it's it it, it gets tiring, man, having his people on your left, fuck you yeah, no. <laughs> you'll figure it out step off the no, truck.
1: yeah yeah no. you'll figure out a way to and it got to a point and this this kind of sucks and I was this is like the only person I wanted to beat in that race was the person who won the hundred miler <laughs> did you nope <laughs> by like nine minutes too. like That's it was so awesome. I, he blew by me when I'm like hobbling on one foot and he's like he's like guys looking great and I'm like he's definitely a hundred miler <laughs> Like he is so a hundred miler.
0: Now, I don't know if you shared these pictures on the podcast or only on your personal Instagram. But what you guys may or may not notice is there is at least one photo that I can immediately recall of a certain somebody posing against a post, uh, a, post uh, a fence. Yeah, a, no a fence post. I haven't posted that one at all. So I'm just saying, uh, maybe a few less uh, clicky clicks on the camera.
1: Hey. That so that photo we'll post it on the on the Facebook page uh, and Instagram. That was Jonathan's Achilles on fire, and I go, oh, I can <sighs> lean against this and stretch it for a second. That's
0: uh that's uh oh, Jonathan wants to get beat by a hundred miler, and I'm only doing a hundred k photo. That's what that is, in my opinion.
1: Whatever. That twenty seconds did not do it to me. I uh, made that the not fifteen d- minutes at the last aid station because <laughs> I didn't want to get up out of <laughs> the chair. I sat down in the chair, and they handed me like some coke and stuff. And I'm like, okay. This oh is, shit, this is where I die.
0: Hey, I'll do it You right know here. what? You just actually, you, dude, on that comment, I don't know how I, I have hit my teeth on this with this fucking <laughs> mic like six times this episode for some reason. You just reminded me of a uh, another good do not and another thing to avoid, avoid the chair. Actually, yeah. actually, the exact the exact quote that I've been taught is, fear the chair. If you sit in a chair the 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 suck of that thing to pull you back pull down into strong to
1: get up wasn't as bad but the only reason I sat was so we could try to stretch the Achilles yeah. if you like it, that was that was specifically for a stretching purpose and I I was at the aid for like fifteen minutes yeah I was probably only sitting for five of it while if we were doing sit, stretches if you
0: sit in a chair it is of utmost importance that you have a solid pacer in or a solid crew
1: that you will you will listen to. So when they tell you to get the fuck up, you get the fuck up. Mike, Mike was really good with that. Like I left some notes cause obviously he'd never done anything like that before in pacing and pacing in the ultras and the trail and stuff. And I said, Hey, I don't want to be at eight stations more than three minutes like early on. <laughs> yeah. And then later on, it'll probably go to more like five to eight depending yeah. on how I feel. But I'd come in and boom, set timer. And he'd be like, you're at two. Yeah, you're at two thirty, and we'd like, all right, pack up and try to get out of there at yeah. around three minutes. But so like they were on it, him and Kayla were definitely on yeah. it. I didn't have to worry about a thing, Yeah, which was really great. Like Mike never doing that before and Kayla not really having to do it to that extent. Cause yeah. you were with her at North country for the 50 miler. So like you were able to give her some of those pointers, like yeah. how to do things like, Hey, this is what he's going to need. This is how bitchy and moany he's going to be. Yeah. So don't take it personally.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's not going to be like me and cussing out this white yeah. kind of <laughs> funny, But, <he's laughs> yeah.
1: but overall, so. great race. I'm so excited. But as I talked about, the Achilles is bothering me. and That's kind of what brought this recovery uh, episode to light. So we kind of want to talk about some things that we do to recover not only from weekly runs to continue you know having a good strong training and not overworking yourself but also how to recover from a hard race and how to get back into training without hurting yourself we kind of go into the the discomfort versus what's actually an injury which we'll get more into that in another episode so we won't really talk about that two episodes from now I said in another episode. Yeah. Not next week. But I'm just being specific. It's in two episodes. Well, it'll be two episodes as long as we don't come up with something else before then too. But yeah. yeah. If something else comes pressing, we'll, we'll push it. Well, I
0: mean, we know Mo's next week.
1: Shh. Spoiler. Mo.
0: God, I can't <laughs> wait.
1: I love Mo. That's going to be a good one.
0: All right. So. uh So recovery. Let's let's talk yeah. a little
1: bit about like recoveries from runs first, I guess. Like just from like your week.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So recovery from runs. I mean. I I think the number one rule of thumb for recovery from runs is just be smart. I mean or from races. You know, I mean, just understand that whatever you just did to your body, it's going to take time to recover. Um I I don't know. I'm I have the luxury of having a job that I can kinda come and go as I please. So <laughs> I will wholeheartedly take Two days off after a major run, uh, after a major race, and be like I, well, Let's talk
1: about the runs I'm first. I just said we're talking about the runs. Oh, you oh go runs, races. runs. Yeah, runs. Yeah, sorry.
0: So, so number one, um, it's like so when you talk about going from from like say like, a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday kind of run, and then just making sure you're able to run on a Saturday or Sunday for your back to backs. I think the most important thing is is not even it even starts before the recovery, right? Because yeah. you you have to be smart about the the, the run, run itself. itself yeah. So if you're doing a, That's a, good point. If you're doing a Thursday run, it's a middle of the week. I don't want to call them junk miles, but it's a it's a it's a Wednesday or it's a Thursday, and it's you know six miles, eight miles. I don't know if you're doing a high mile, hundred mile training program. At worst, it's going to be ten to fourteen, maybe. At, at worst, um, understand that this run is nothing more than just kind of keeping your legs moving and like that. Ah. So don't go out there and bust out. Yeah, you know, if you, if your goal is to finish a hundred mile in thirty hours, don't worry about going out there and busting out a Wednesday run and like eight minute miles, seven minute miles. Be smart about it. Be nice and light on your legs. Be smooth. Uh that way they're not extremely fatigued and tired so that on Saturday and Sunday, when they are high quality, long, slow distant miles, you have the ability to do them. So I mean recovery starts during the run a lot of times be smart don't overexhaust your legs and do shit that you don't need to be doing um when you know god forbid you DNF at a 100 miler or something like that people's not going to look back and be like yeah he DNF but man he he fucking smoked he smoked that eight-mile training run that, right. that, that, you know, third right. week of the training program back in March. No one gives a fuck about that training run. Nope. They care about that DNF or that buckle or, right. or, or that finishing or whatever it might be. So be smart about your midweek training runs. Um, you have and, to know that
1: that's more that's that's a base for your long runs. Yeah. I mean, I used to do the um, was it Hal Higdon or yeah. whatever their training yeah. plans, and then I kind of got off of that and went to Hanson's running method. And what Hanson's like entire thing builds around is you don't want with like Hal Higdon and uh, Jeff Galloway. Is that his name? Yes, that sounds right. Is it Jeff or Jim? Jeff. Jeff sounds better. If I had a choice, I'd say Jeff. Jeff Galloway sounds right. Their plans are very heavy on your long run and very yeah. light on your midweek. Yeah. And they're like, you shouldn't have, your long run should not be 50% of your weekly mileage. Yeah. You shouldn't be doing, you know, for marathon training, a peak week of forty miles and your a twenty miler is your peak. Yeah. It's like, no. So what Hansen does is they put your peak at sixteen miles, but you're doing longer during the week. Yeah. Those midweek miles help build your endurance, build that strength. The long the long runs on the thing are that exactly that. Long runs for time on your feet. Yep. Yeah. And to like get your body used to that kind of thing. So yeah. those midweek runs are important. So you have to make sure that you're you're eating right for those runs you know the night before like you don't want to have like a bender at a bar when you know you have to go yeah do a run or and you want to make sure you get some decent sleep because sleep's one of those things where you can wake up and you're like oh I'll just knock out this run but if your muscles are still tired and yep. fatigued you'll hurt yourself or there's there's yep. a lot of things there that you just have to be prepared for but i mean like after runs and stuff like that like I don't know. We talked I think we wrote down like chocolate milk. Dude, oh God, I love chocolate there's, there's milk. There's nothing better than chocolate milk. Unless it's hot. <laughs> unless it's unless it's frothy.
0: Unless it's unless it's set in your vehicle at D S P for like <laughs> twelve hours. <laughs> <laughs> oh look. Chocolate
1: cottage milk. Oh, oh it's butter now.
0: <laughs> yeah. So no, but I mean I, it it's just, just so much of it is taking care of your body, making sure you're doing it right. But um so after the runs, though, I know a lot of people, and I know I have personally done it, and, and for the longest, I was like, oh, get out of here. That's some nonsense that like, elites do, and only elites will feel the benefits of doing this, but I'm telling you, after a super long run, if you want to do something that will almost, I can almost guarantee you will take away from a lot of soreness the next day, and they hurt, and they suck, and they're not fun at all to do, when you get back from a really hard workout, straight to the ice bath. Just take your big old <sighs> soaker tub, fill that water, fill that tub up as high as you can with as cold wire as you can get it. Dump in whatever ice you have around the house, and just slide right up into that bad dude. Nope. And I, I'm telling you,
1: I, and I'll even. Go I've heard through, great things about. it. I just. I am. T- it is. It's amazing. I'll tell you. So I don't know if you ever heard what I so what I do is kind of like i'll call it shock therapy if you will where i'll have i'll sit in the shower it'll be like concentrated on one area so like one thigh at a time one calf at a time or whatever as cold as i can possibly make the shower for like a minute yeah like hit it hard then turn it to like not blazing hot but comfortably warm for a minute so like cold 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 warm cold, cold 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 War- like do that two or three times on so like It like,
0: each- sounds like something from like POW camp training. <laughs> <laughs> like I just feel
1: like I'm, I'm, I feel like a good like I've interrogation I've heard from, I've heard from someone that it's like that shock therapy. It shocks yeah. your muscles into like not like what the fuck is going on? Like what? Are, what you are just you doing? ran the shit at me? Why are you doing <laughs> this to me? Like, why are you? Do- so like I found that because I, I mean since high school I have not been able to do ice. Yeah. The only thing I ever do ice for is like my elbow playing ball. Like but I couldn't. I couldn't get like even just like knees in there.
0: What's your thought on uh? So if you won't do ice, do you do compression? Like do you do your compression sleeves and socks and all that kind of stuff? I do.
1: So I kind of bring it up later with the races. But I after like races and stuff, yeah, I'll wear my tights, like the entire tights, and put those on right after a race. Do you think that? Do you really feel like it does something? So I had I did not do that until I did back to back Kansas Oklahoma, and it made a world of difference. I woke up. The morning for Oklahoma, with next to no soreness in my legs, and I was just like, that was the only thing I had changed. I did everything else very similar, really. And I sat in a car for five and a half hours, so I knew I was sitting in a car. So I was like, I need. That's the real reason why I did it. I was like, I need something to kind of take care of my legs, knowing I was going to sit in a car for five hours. Yeah. And the next day, like running running fifty k, sitting in a car for five and a half hours. And then getting up to run the next day, yeah. I had like next to no soreness. In really? My legs. Huh. So I, that's kind of my go-to now is after the race, instead of putting on like comfy lounge pants, yeah. straight tights. Really? I look very funny walking around with like tights and Crocs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I posted on my Instagram story. I was like, yeah. tights and Crocs equals recovery. Gangsta.
0: <laughs> yeah. Speaking of recovery, I don't know why recovery, recovery, I don't know. I try that uh I'm still Because we still have samples of it, so I'm still
1: That rebuild.
0: Yeah. I'm not one to waste, so
1: Oh yeah. Will, I'm gonna drink it all. I'm not throwing I, it out. Yeah,
0: I will continue to give it a try. Uh like so like we we're discussing, I did, you know, that fifteen on Saturday, then followed it up with ten on Sunday. But uh after the fifteen on Saturday, I drank some of that recovery. I you know, maybe maybe it helped a little bit, but I, I will still say it is I will give it that it helped a smidge, but it still is not. It, it can't hold. It can't hold a flame. No. Recover right. I'm. T- I mean, I will
1: forever swear by Recover Well, Recover right. You said tasted better too, right?
0: Well, Recover comes in like I don't know four different flavors. I, I there's a vanilla, chocolate, strawberry.
1: Maybe only three. Of them? it almost looks like a protein powder.
0: Yes, it is. It is yeah. and it's a much finer powder.
1: Yeah, this um, stuff's like really thick thickening. Yeah.
0: Um but I, I mean, I don't know for all the big races I can recall over the years, I've almost always had recovery right on hand. And I can remember a few times now, I will fully admit I'm a smidge out of shape by smidge <laughs> meaning a lot. Uh compared to what I have been in years past. So um no, recover I mean, so I'm I'm that tailwind stuff is that rebuild is kind of slowly Yeah. Okayish. But man, I, it's, I, I,
1: I still just, I'm I not think getting, like, I think the consistency of it and like that clumpiness, yeah. like that, I think that's, what's doing it for me. Yeah. Like it's hard to get down.
0: Yeah. For and that. I, and and
1: you're also saying you're diluting it more too, right?
0: Well, so I've also, so these last couple times, I've only put in it in 20 ounces. And so now I'm starting to experience that chalkiness. Yeah. That you guys were talking about I'm like,
1: Oh, look, there it is. <laughs> There's you, that put, that chalkiness. you put less water in it. It's yeah. chalky.
0: And, uh, but still, man, it, it's still just a, go back to this kind of we're probably starting to beat a dead horse with this product so i'll I'll try not to bring it up anymore but uh i'm still going team recover right over team rebuild
1: so yeah I mean that's a good recovery item and find, find what works for you like you know we talked about chocolate milk being a really Dude, good I, thing I try to do chocolate milk every day after a race if I can I'll do like a good breakfast if fueling up after a run too, like even a mid a midweek run probably especially a midweek runs because you're sitting you're, you're spending like the rest of your day like going to work or doing something yeah. else you know I'll get a glass of chocolate milk and I'll make myself like an egg burrito yeah. with, like a couple eggs some spinach and avocado if I have it yeah um, just try to get your day started right because you really want to fuel your muscles back because you broke them down you need to rebuild yeah. it back up so you know recover right rebuild any of those kinds of products Honestly there's though, a ton of them
0: save your money and like we've been kind of going on save your money chocolate milk
1: yeah oh yeah for sure dude i, I chocolate milk is i mean i can't <laughs> well you say save your money don't get snowville oh. you'll, you'll need to get a second mortgage on your house but let's oh, be honest so, good. so fucking good Snowville. if you guys snowville. are in do they? they're probably only distributed in ohio right
0: i don't know I, I don't know man
1: but snowville know. creamery snowville it's just uh, well was probably a couple hours from here right
0: it's out east right is out in guernsey county uh, i'm I, no, I don't know <laughs> like you know where fucking guernsey county is i, I don't know
1: <laughs> i think it's east of us i think it's out east of regardless us. It, whatever it is uh, it's, it's, it's it's amazing it's like there's 90 grams of protein in a carton. it is like but like it's a, ha- it's, a, from- ha- it's, a half- it's a half gallon carton right that's what the carton is
0: well, you can get it all the way down to the little pints, I think.
1: Can you? I've only so. seen it in half-gallon. So the half-gallon carton, I think, is $5. I don't know. Five or six bucks for a half-gallon at Kroger. I don't, give a, Kro- I don't oh, give a fuck. The it amount of like, times that we bought that and Solo cups from Kroger, yeah. just so we had something to it drink is It is like
0: drinking milk straight from a breast of an angel. Straight from the teat. Of an angel. We go... Sh- it is Antonio. that shit is phenomenal.
1: Uh, but yeah, other than like I'm food and drink and stuff, though. like do we, <laughs> you just stop by the store I'm and get some snow on the way home. So other than that, do you do like, like stretching or icing or anything like that? Like after <laughs> runs?
0: I, uh, everyone close your ears for this. I am the fucking worst at that <laughs> at best. At absolute best. You'll get a quarter mile cool down walk out of me. Yeah. Uh, I try to, I
1: try to cut my run short for that reason too. To like get a walk.
0: Yeah. And like, so like, well, the block, why,
1: why do I have an Achilles problem? today? Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean like, I like, I, I am serious. Like maybe, maybe a quarter. Mile. Speaking of that, you have Achilles issue. I am, uh, I was talking to someone about this earlier today. As a matter of fact, we were talking about you finishing a hard guy. Yeah. 10 to one says your Achilles issue is because you run so much road and so little
1: trail probably no well no i well not necessarily because it was acting up before the race so it wasn't that's true so it it, i think i think moving i may have tweaked it yeah and it just hasn't recovered trail definitely exasperated it though oh for sure it definitely made it a hell of a lot worse yeah
0: because i mean i mean uh, newsflash there's a difference between running trail and road. What? <laughs> yeah. And I ran those so, road
1: tr- I rode in those New Balances that yeah, are over that's there. so fucking dumb. Dude, but the, the trail, like, not to go back to Kettle, but to go back to Kettle, uh, super runnable. Yeah. Like, the entire thing, other than some of the hills that were, like, annoying. I thought the- you said there were some toe grabbers, though, some, like, roots that you tripped over and shit. Yeah, but it's because I wasn't paying attention because I was yes, tired. Yeah, those motherfuckers piss me those off. All, they're just like a couple inches off the ground. you just like, Ugh. and they're in grass. You
0: can't really see them. Oh <sighs> uh, yeah, that's that yeah. causes me. Um. So, anywho, what were you talking
1: about? Uh, recovery squirrel. Um. Oh, stretching I don't stretch. I do not stretch. So I don't. Uh, so we'll kind of like this will be the transition into like race kind of talk. I guess for regular runs and stuff like that, I don't really stretch that much. I might do like a couple minutes like on the calves, just knowing that those get a little tight, yeah. just like against like a curb or something like that. There's like to stretch it out real quick before I get inside. Nope. <laughs> but I don't really do like <clears throat> the icing like every, I
0: mean, what's funny is how I, what's funny is I'll actually do ice baths way more. I I will do ice baths. Well, those are probably better for you than stretching anyway. Stretching it, probably
1: hurts people more than not. I actually saw somewhere where it said that you should not stretch before runs. Oh, you definitely should not stretch yeah. before runs. You're stretching cold muscles. Yeah, yeah. Anything any type of stretching you do before runs should that's be why, dynamic. That's why
0: exactly right. As I say, that's why that new dynamic warm ups is like the new thing. Yeah. Like if you if if for guys who watch soccer. Uh, hashtag save the crew. If you watch soccer, if you watch kind of like the sidelines, you can see uh, even players who are not playing that day they're doing like those dynamic warm ups yeah. up and down the uh, uh, the pitch, as you would call it. Um, so what you call me? <laughs> uh, yeah. So I don't know. After runs, I do not stretch. I, I will after extremely long runs or extremely hard runs. I will do ice baths. In in truth, of the matter. Those are almost always at the hand of my wife. Like, that's my wife. Like, hey, listen, you're going to do this. And you're yeah. going to shut
1: the fuck up. Stop being a baby and just get us yeah. done. She's I, a probably, I probably stretch a little more for races. Like, I do a little, like, pre-stretching, like, the dynamic stuff and all that stuff just to get my body yeah. loose. But it's also, I've had a different mindset recently where I'm trying to, like, run a little faster and, that sort of thing. So those kind of things help for that, but I don't know. I don't really oh. do all those things. Again, if, if it works for you, great, but just be smart about it. like, don't just start a stretching routine because someone told you to do a stretching yeah. or don't not do it because we told you not to like, yeah. this is not, this, this is our disclaimer. 50 minutes in, uh, don't listen to us for medical advice. Yeah. We don't know. We don't know. <laughs> this is strictly what we do. Yeah. This is just it what works we do. for us. I mean, I'll
0: tell you what works for me. UFOs. <laughs>
1: I've been wanting to get a pair. Dude, God
0: bless. So I don't know. For me, like, like there is nothing better after. uh, I mean, after any distance of run, uh, for me, it's just I just want to get my feet out of the shoes, right? And like, yeah,
1: get a little get a little swollen.
0: Oh my God, UFOs! Speaking of swollen feet, you know what I did invest in? And I actually uh, I tried them Saturday during my run. Have you seen uh the shoelaces? That are the 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 uh, lock ties. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. I went ahead, bought me a pair of those. I'm not a fan of those. You like those on the Hokas though. I love. I that's my only. That's one of my one of only two bitches I have toward Hoka. Yeah, Uh, and you're
1: one of millions of customers that actually cared about those. I
0: am the fucking unicorn. They took away my speed ties, but the dude's new ones. The ones I have now, they have a little bit of stretch to them. Okay. So like, as your feet swell with ultras. They they kind of like they give
1: a little bit They give bit, a little more. That's um, good.
0: But oh they were nice. But anywho, even after a run, I like to take my shoes off and just have my feet breathe. Ufo's man. If you guys are not hip to Ufos, I highly suggest. Well matter of fact, we'll go ahead and put a link on the yeah, we'll put a link on the page where you we'll put find it on the show UFOs. Notes. Those are phenomenal. You can just when you're when you're hobbled and your feet are hurting and you walk around it. and like what's best is they have a pair of slides,
1: so you can you, you don't have to worry about your toes. Because like, that's because they have the the thong sandals like these, right? That I'm wearing, <laughs> and they have yeah they, they have, have the flip slides. flops.
0: They have flip flops or thongs, and they
1: have like slides. So these um, these are actually pretty good too. These are called a uh, sole, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they're they're like hard cork but they like they i don't know they, they they're hard but they give a little like i don't know what it is but i got them for for post races and they're really nice too but they're See, definitely not they're definitely not as like rec- these are more for not right after a run because yeah. like the 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 flip like this between the toe the is annoying
0: i can't imagine like i have like had after some, a race
1: that would suck i've had some crazy blisters after some yeah. different races with blisters there i can't imagine sliding that around no, a, a but of this blisters. is this is good like the next day yeah like so today walking around and stuff like that yeah. like i've been all. did right you wear those these.
0: How, did, how did uh work feel about you wearing those and did i, uh,
1: I didn't tell <laughs> <laughs> nice pair of slacks yeah. and my soles yeah. yeah slacks a button-down shirt and this that's weird what's <laughs> going on there um but yeah i mean with the re- recovery you want to kind of Treat your, treat your body right, especially after a race, because if you're not, if you finish, you we know, you, you, you run races hard. Let me, most people are going to run races hard because it's going to be your end goal. So if a race is a training run, then we'll count it as a training run. But when you get to your actual race, you're going to run it hard and you're going to beat up your body. And you kind of need to make sure you recover correctly in order to continue doing it. Yeah, because if you if you beat yourself too much and then you just go right back and do it like my Achilles hurts If I went back and start, you know races on Saturday rest Sunday and run back on Monday I was gonna I would have actually injured myself. Yeah It's a preempt to the injury episode But you can actually hurt yourself when it's just a discomfort where you're like, hey, let's give me some rest me running this week I have a race at the end of July me running this week is not going to help that race at all. It is going to break my body down more, and I have more prone to completely screw myself over
0: on the grand scheme of on, things. In the
1: big picture. Yeah. It's always about looking at that big picture. So it's like, you know, still trying to eat eat okay as we drink a beer and a half tonight. That beer is so delicious. So I'm trying to like savor it. I'm like slowing down just to like savor it because it's, I'm um, not going to be allowed to have any more of this beer.
0: There, I'm getting low enough now I can start seeing the sugar in there. Oh, yeah. Like uh, you know, I just thought of, um, so we're talking about what we do post-race. I don't. I've, I've never gone extravagant enough to get any post long run, but definitely post race about 48 hours seems to be like the golden window for me. There is nothing better than a good massage.
1: I don't like people touching me.
0: Oh, I love it. I love, there is nothing. Now I will tell you this. Do not be a sadist. Well, I don't know. Fuck it. If you're I mean, what, who am I to tell you what to do? Fuck it. If you're a sadist, do it. Uh, deep tissue would be a horrible
1: decision. That would probably be very bad cuz you're <laughs> it
0: fucking hurt so bad. But a good sports massage, so with a, you know, sports massage, there's some flexing and some stretching it goes in along with the massage. I am telling you there is nothing better after after a, a race. You know, give it a couple of days, get you a nice little sports massage. Oh my god, it is it is nice, and they say it actually helps with, you know, the recovery. You know, I it's say saying, it's saying loosen up some of that lactic acid. Yeah. You know, and then, you know, the key uh, I've always been told after a good massage is to drink a, just a shit ton of water, and that way the lactic huh. acid doesn't settle right back into the muscles. You have to flush it out and everything like that. That makes sense. So, uh, now i'm probably a fucking idiot and i probably drink too much beer right after the massage I'm like,
1: <laughs> I have, no no beer has water in it beer's
0: water <laughs> i'm probably like you know gaining like a quarter of the benefit of the massage i'm supposed right. to be getting but no a uh, good massage huh. afterwards and, and i mean for people who are uh around team possum kind of neck of the woods central ohio i mean team possum has a really good massage therapist right on it's uh yeah right in our uh Right in our midst. Right in the, right in oh, the midst uh, of it.
1: Oh, Amy Love. Yep, so hit her up if that's what you Putting those magical what fingers to work. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? This just became a real weird ad. She's like, no, I don't want your endorsement. <laughs> I don't like, want stop. your endorsement. Don't, like, don't talk heard, about it. Like, she's, she's losing clients.
0: Like, people are just like beaming her for all kinds of creepy <laughs> shit now.
1: Like, hey, I heard you got nice <laughs> I fingers. I heard your fingers are magical. How are fingers? Run your fingers, It puts deep. the lotion in the basket. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's... Do you have really anything else with recovery? Not really. I I mean, recovery is one of those topics where we all kind of know what to do. We just don't. Yeah. I think, I mean, that's really, there's so many, there's so many products and there's so many things you can do. Like John said, a glass of chocolate milk will do wonders. Um, I think rest is one thing that a lot of people don't do at all in their training plans, which we kind of talked about in our training episode. I think that was episode four. Um, But it, rest is a real big thing after races. Specifically, yeah. is you've got to let your body just deal with what you did to it.
0: Hey, you know what's funny, and and like and it keeps popping in my head, but I keep forgetting it. So now it's in my head. It's I uh, of my tongue, so to I bring it up. <coughs> the the part of the, the I think for people who have ran a hundred mile miler, hundred k, or even fifty k in some situations. For the first time, I find what they're the most surprised about is how. I mean, yes, obviously, stuff is super sore, but you know what? Like, they're like, I can't believe how tired I am. Yes, and 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 and, and I'm not talking. I mean, it's an obvious statement. Like the day, like when you finish, you're tired. Like right. no fucking shit. Yeah, like
1: I ran for sixteen and a half but hours. It's, yeah, it's it's like, tired.
0: It's like they're talking to me two days. later and I'm like. I am still fucking tired. Like, I just, I am tired to the core. So, um, on the note of recovery, and the one thing that people really fail to realize, um, 50Ks for some situations, but 100%, almost always on 100Ks, and in every time on a 100 miler, you are absolutely fucking annihilating your endocrine system. You are destroying it. So, when you wake up and it's Tuesday, you know, we're talking three days later or whatever, and you're like, why am I so fucking tired? And then, like, a week later, you know, you're pretty good, and boom, you're tired, and pretty good, and boom, you're tired. That is, that is normal. Like, that is yep. just, that is your body still trying to get its hormones back in balance. So, um,
1: I mean, you put your body for a loop for yeah, 15 to 30 hours. It. You
0: deprived it of sleep and food and hydration. I mean, you just, and it doesn't matter how much you eat and drink, you're still negative. Yeah. So when you start feeling like those weird like bouts of tiredness and emotions, oh, oh God. God. You, you'll just the have worst. these weird like like... Uh, I mean, you, you're just like, why Why am I so mad? Why am I so sad? Why am I this? Why am I that? It is all part of your endocrine system and your hormones trying to balance back out. So uh, a good portion of recovery in that aspect is just be prepared for that and just understand that, man, you need to be resting as much as possible, taking as much fluids and electrolytes and, and good healthy food as possible for a solid month. You know, I mean, I'm not saying like be gluttonous and live at the fucking right. Waffle House and eating and smothered chunk
1: diced <laughs> covered,
0: you know, for all three meals. I had, I had of, two
1: Belgian waffles at the hotel <laughs> the, the day after the race.
0: Right. So, I mean, so that's that's something else to be kind of cognizant of, being aware of, is 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 recovery from the internal aspects. You know the you know, the hormones and
1: shit like that. Right. I mean, like, you you may have a few blisters, you may have some of this, but that's not, your body's feeling a hell of a lot worse than that. Like, you might feel all right, but your body definitely is not to the point where you're like, all right, let's just go do this again. Yeah. Which is kind of weird. Like, we kind of talked about it, I think last night or, or via text, but the the super slam and stuff like that, like Grand Whole Boys, Slam, yeah, the Grand Slam of yeah. the Super Slam, like yeah. we saw Andrew. We, he was on episode five when we were at Tap's Ale House. Um, I saw him at at Kettle because that was his first of his hundreds, and yeah. literally in two weeks, yeah, he's got to run Mo.
0: So I mean, for him, I mean, for him, I don't. I mean, I've never done to Slam. I, you know, I've never done to Slam. I would assume that his mileage over the next couple weeks is
1: next to nothing.
0: I mean maybe some maybe some 6-milers, yeah. 10 at, 10 at
1: most, mostly hiking I would think. Maybe
0: maybe this maybe this Saturday he goes out and bumps out back to back 10s like a 10 on Saturday, yeah. 10 on Sunday, maybe. <laughs> with a lot of walking uh, you know, but I mean I can not imagine there's a lot but he yeah. I I mean the amount of downtime he uh, that anyone doing the, the slam should be probably doing it it just i can't even imagine it uh steve pierce and i were talking about that i think and it, that was kind of what he alluded to was when he did it it was just yeah you're not doing a ton no. you're not doing i mean 3 miles here 6 here it's really just, just,
1: it's absolutely nuts. Just being able to put that kind of miles up and then knowing just in a few weeks, you, can't do it all over you again. gotta do it all over again. Ugh. Yeah. That's just not, no thank you to that. But yeah, that's uh, that's recovery. I mean, it's what we do. You can, you can take what you want with that. I mean, it tends to work with us. Um, none of us have, we haven't fallen off the wagon wheel just yet. Not quite yet. It'll come soon enough, but <laughs> everyone crashes. Yeah.
0: Hey, you know what? I thought because we're getting ready to wrap this up. Yeah, I, th- I I know she's one of our. I know I know she had uh, follows us on the social medias. I would assume she still listens. I'm hoping she listens. Uh, Erica Fiegel's yeah, long time Columbus. She fucking abandoned us. Her and her wife moved out to fucking Colorado. Oh, that's right. They were going out to Colorado. And I swear on everything fucking holy, every time she posts a photo, I am over the moon jealous. They're living the best life possible out there in Colorado. Where in Colorado are they? Uh, I believe northwest of Boulder. Okay. Fucking
1: beautiful. So beautiful country out Literally, there. Literally,
0: they walk out their fucking back door and there's a goddamn trail up a mountain yeah run. I mean, just unbelievable. But anywho, uh, she made a post. Uh, I'm still waiting to see that official edit. When she hears this, she will know what I'm talking about. Erica, you need to edit that and you need to make it. You need to take those F words out that you used in there. Uh, you did not fail. You set a new fucking boundary and you were looking for something else awesome out there, so... Um, I'll have to check that out. She'll know what that is.
1: Yeah, so do what John said, Erica. Do it. Um, yeah, that's, that's recovery. Um, John, we were talking, uh, we were writing some notes and stuff like that. You were telling me the Brewdog place is open in Franklin. Dude, <laughs> what the fuck And I? Keep choking on it. Every- you know what it is? Those damn mosquitoes. <laughs> I wanted to kill that mosquito and now you're choking on mosquitoes. <laughs> Cat got your tongue, Earl got your tongue. <laughs> um, dude, yeah.
0: So down in Franklinton, A.K.A. the Bottoms in Columbus, diagonally across from uh, Land Grant Brew Dog, opened up a pretty cool little brewery, a brew pub, and I guess they have a gangster ass rooftop patio. Oh yeah, and from everything I've seen on Twitter, it is. It is the spot to be. We might have to get down there and Yo, check that out check that soon. Out.
1: Kayla's out of town this weekend, so. Oh, shit. I'm just delivering for Postmates and. It's about Hanging to get out.
0: weird. Yeah, <laughs> Postmates, what is
1: that? We'll talk about it later. Oh, you got to use a little side hustle? Yeah, You always got to be a side hustle, oh, man. Shit, you know you you know you got to do what you got to do. You might, <laughs> hey, you might get a sticker with your delivery. Making stacks on stacks <laughs> on stacks.
0: <laughs> so making yeah. them bricks. Yeah. So if you're in Columbus, uh, I mean, I guess that new Brew Dog rooftop uh, spot down in Franklinton is legit, and that's kind of cool. I mean. Well, I mean, it's Franklinton, so, you know, be out before it gets too fucking yeah, rough. Yeah, yeah, or stay Or park right next to it. But what's crazy is that is slowly, it, they keep talking about how they want to, like, make Franklinton the new artsy part of town. I mean, I guess block by block, because so far it's literally that block. Because yep. <laughs> Brewdog, or, um, yeah, Brewdog, Land um, Grant, Land Grant, whatever that
1: restaurant is that's right and there. And
0: that restaurant that's, it makes that triangle. I mean, they're all on the exact same block, right. essentially. So, I mean, er, anything beyond that's,
1: Pretty fucking rough. Well, we'll let you guys know if we uh, we plan a trip out there. I have looked into Clipper stuff, so I'll talk to you later about it. But we'll oh, figure out some dates shit. To, to make a Clippers. Everybody game work. get the Col- everyone get the Columbus. Yeah, so we're gonna do that. Try to get like our name on the scoreboard and stuff like that. Like that'd be super sweet. That'd be super sweet. Get get some more some more support <laughs> that way. But- He's so cool, guy. So-, so, that's weird that you brought that up. So, Cartman, the uh, have you heard of his "Come Sail Away"? Yeah, oh
0: hell yeah.
1: So there was a uh, Jacksonville University. I was at a baseball game there when I was when I lived in Jacksonville, and every time the opposing team would change their pitcher, <laughs> that was the song <laughs> that the pitcher had to like warm up to. That is awesome. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Shade the Like, how do you stand out there and like, like, legitimately <laughs> try
1: and seriously get warmed up with that shit in the background? It was so great. And the game we went to, there was like a couple pitching changes. Of course. And, it was just like, and every time I heard it, I was just died laughing. So it
0: is funny that you mention it because, like, right now is one of my favorite. I, you know, I do I follow college baseball? Mm. No, but every year when the college World Series starts, I'm like, it's hell good. It's good yeah, baseball. dude! College baseball is so much better. I will go. It is infinitely better to watch than major league baseball. If they got rid of aluminum bats, I think
1: I'd be more into it. Oh god,
0: I love the aluminum bats, because dudes are getting smoked. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the problem. You man. had to have some brass fucking tacks to play third base in college baseball. <sighs> Those bitches are scoria. Yeah. Did you see Clay Matthews get his nose fucking shattered <clears> in a <throat> softball game? No. So Clay Ma- Clay Matthews, linebacker, Green Bay Packers, playing a head and shoulders. Yes, playing a uh, playing a. Um, Charitable softball game, yeah. right? He's pitching. homie took a fucking screamer off oh. the beak and like it was like it like I guess I I think it was on I think there's video or maybe or something. There's out. gotta be a video. So I guess he took one straight off the schnoz, oh. and it was like the people who saw it said it was instant, like hands, like glove, straight over the face, straight off the field. Yeah, like didn't miss a beat. Shattered his nose so bad he has to have surgery. Oh wow. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Dude, imagine that.
1: That's that's not fun. But whatever. Yeah. College, college so there's your local <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> local stuff and uh college baseball world series and is on its <laughs> and uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of bs in this episode but yeah uh, if uh, reach out to us on social media we're on all the socials at run beer and bs on twitter facebook and instagram reach out to us give us some beer recommendations topic ideas share your training with us we want to hear from you and if you're a, a new listener give us a shout out we'll send you a sticker uh thank you for your support and that's sort of thing. we've seen uh, pictures from a bunch of listeners where they're putting their stickers and stuff like that it's super great to see uh people just showing their support um not only by sharing the podcast but also sharing like the stickers and that sort of thing we really really appreciate it you yeah. can also go ahead we were you saying something
0: no no i, I was saying disagreeing no yeah yeah I, I just jumping in i want to hear where cory found us
1: yeah cory well, cory when you listen Dude, to this cory
0: i'm gonna fucking butcher your last <laughs> name i'm gonna Uh-oh. guess it's donheimer how you spell it d-a-u-e-n H-E-I-M-E-R. Yeah. Donheimer. Donheimer, that's right. So, yeah, dude, Corey, I want to hear like, yeah. how you found us like, down found there us. in Mobile. And, and, you know, if you got a spot for us to hang out, you know, down on
1: the... <laughs> we'll just head out on the, the Gulf Coast. Down on the Gulf Coast. Whatever. Get some shrimping in. Yeah. Uh, you can email us as well at podcast at com uh, we haven't gotten any emails from you folks yet, and we're we're waiting. We're sitting by our inbox waiting patiently. We have the key. I keep hitting refresh. And it's like, <laughs> why is it not loading? Is it broken? What's going on? Um, if you aren't subscribed to your podcast, this podcast, we'd love if you would subscribe. We're on all of your favorite podcast platforms wherever you find your podcast. Um, we'd love if you subscribe so you can get little notifications about all we're doing. We do have a YouTube page as well. Um, that i'm slowly getting those uh, audio files on we've thrown back and forth about doing video podcasts as well we did put one up so let us know what you guys think of that one leave some comments on that youtube video if you think that's pretty cool and you want us to continue doing that we'll set up the gopros and the cameras and make that happen if not you'll never see our faces again (laughs) um But yeah, if you do like the podcast, leave us a review on iTunes or Facebook. That's the easiest place we can see it. You can also leave it on your favorite podcast platform, but we just can't necessarily read those. But we do appreciate all the reviews and the ratings. We haven't been getting too many written reviews, but we have gotten a lot of uh, five-star ratings, which we really really do appreciate. So thank you so much for leaving those ratings. If you want to as well, leave a couple comments just for other listeners to find and be like, hey, this is actually worth listening to because we do go on a little longer than some podcasts. We, We initially wanted to have a little bit of a shorter podcast but we felt like we were limiting ourselves and not having like an open conversation and like following too strict of a rubric we're like you know what fuck that that's not whoa us. shit rubric Rub- rubric that's not i heard that word in 10 years
0: rubric you went fucking high end. yeah into your syllabus <laughs> <laughs> uh
1: but yeah we felt like we were sticking too hard to to a, a topic there we're like you know what we're not doing it we're just gonna do what we want and you know we're glad you guys have been receptive to it um uh, one thing, we also don't want, want to harp on it, but if you do want to support the podcast, we do have a tip jar where you can do that. You can find that information on our website at runningbeermbs.com. We also have an episode list where you can find all of our FASTA episodes with the show notes and everything that goes along with that. Uh, John, you got anything else for him? I got nothing. Sounds good. You guys have a great week. Peace.